when you start thinking of everything in terms of manifestation, you realize that your belief system is, is your operating system, which is, is controlling what you're creating. That's why you're creating similar things in your life day after day after day. So you have this sort of linear experience. So everything is a manifestation and it's how intentional are your manifestations. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to another epic episode of High Vibinate. Today, we have a reoccurring guest who we love so much, Mr. David Strickle. He's awesome. He channels what we call the stream, a stream of consciousness that gives us uh, really great life advice, I would say, <laughs> based on the last conversation. And um, he's really just all about manifesting your best life in the easiest way possible, the most efficient way, working with nature, working with the universe. And we wanted to have him back on the podcast because our first podcast episode with him was so great, which you should definitely tune into. It was episode 90. And we're just here to hash it out some more and have a fun conversation. And hopefully everyone listening can also enjoy themselves and learn something that benefits their life. So David, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me back. Of course. I can, I can feel the inspiration already starting to tingle. Um, <laughs> this episode is going to be great. So for those that haven't heard our first episode with you, uh, David, can you just give like a, as much as you want, let's just be real. Just give as much as you want of what you do. Oh, you have and to be careful with me. I could talk I for 45 minutes. <laughs> same. <laughs> Absolutely same. But I, I, uh, I am what a lot of people would call a channel. I, I believe everybody channels in their own way. First of all, I'll make that very, very clear that we're all one with source and that we have that in us. Uh, I, have, I have had a very acute relationship with my source being, if you uh, want to call it that, uh, all my life. And I was really left to my own devices sort of to raise myself as a child. And that ended up being the best thing that ever happened to me because I never learned to tune out that inner source knowing that children have. And I carried that into my teen years, into adulthood. I certainly listened to it sometimes and I allowed my ego to overshadow it as we all do and, and ignored it at other times. And that created this, this interesting path of twists and turns and problems to be solved and spin outs in life and triumphs and manifestations of just about anything and everything that most people want. And at the end of all of that, I arrived at a space where I no longer wanted to keep that aspect of me hidden. So having been inspired by Esther Hicks, who channels Abraham, uh, she, she was the one that for me that made it seem not so weird <laughs> to channel because I was told that I was a channel and that I had this, this gift of being able to share this by a psychic before I even knew what it was. Mm -hmm. And she tried to turn me on to Abraham Hicks and I was very reluctant. I was very freaked out by all of that. I thought it was weird. I didn't want to be a weird person. So I took about 10 years to come around to really being comfortable with it, uh, really discovering Esther's teachings, uh, really getting deep into it, and then realizing that I had my own version of that. And then ultimately having to step away from that and shut all of that down so that I could allow the stream to be the stream and not just a knockoff of something else. And that has gone very, very well. 
have been doing that publicly since 2017, starting with the Stream of David podcast. It's still going today. And uh, I wrote a book uh, that was published in 2018 called The Stream, Eternal Wisdom for a Better Life. I've written another book uh, that's in the publication process that will probably come out next year called The Taya Practice. And the thing about The Taya Practice is all of this channeling that we all do is fantastic. It's all of these, you know, all this clarity and this sort of dance with, is this my ego? Is this something I, you know, learn from somebody else? And I have this sort of egocentric uh, or ego-centered judgment about it or opinion of it because of, of something that I learned, or is this pure source? Well, I have come to understand that pure source is appreciation of all that is, and it is the source of all creation. And anything other than that usually has some ego peppered in. I'm starting to call that the matrix these days, that collective consciousness uh, of humanity where we have this, these belief systems that we all run on. And I have found that when I strip away the matrix belief systems and move fully into a source-aligned belief system, life gets really, really good. Not perfect from a 3D perspective, but joyous and clear and and you're able to really savor the highs and the lows in your vibrational journey because we're not here to solve the vibrational journey we're not here to just be up all the time happy all the time you know some people call that bypassing i've even heard the term toxic spirituality lately which is kind yeah. of interesting. um but it's not that you know it's appreciation of the low as much as you appreciate the high and my aim is to be more aligned with that source version of me. And in doing so, I came to understand that all of these, these sort of heady channeled ideas are great, but how do you actually apply them in your 3D life? Because as much as we might like to say, well, I'm not in 3D anymore. I'm, I'm a spiritual being and <laughs> I'm, I'm in the 12D. And... That's where I hang. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to me, that's all kind of like, okay, return to ego. That's exactly where you are. When yeah. You're yeah. yeah. But, you know, I understand that. I understand clarity and how hypnotic clarity is and how you start to feel like, wow, I get it. And most people don't. But as soon as you start thinking you're superior, yeah. then you're really not in that space. <laughs> yeah. So I, I created a practice for myself to really practice what the stream was delivering to me. And I practiced it over a 10 year period. It completely transformed my life. And in 2017, when I started the podcast, I began sharing it. And then in 2018, not very long after that, I started teaching it to other people and it became the Taya practice. And Taya, now we have people all over the world practicing it. It's not a religion. There's no rules. There's no judgment. There's no worship. It is a mindset practice that gives you the tools to allow more of your source being and a systematic detuning of your ego and the collective ego that we refer to as the matrix. Mm, yummy stuff. I like it. I want to slow down and kind of rewind a little bit to the part where you mentioned life gets really good, but not perfect from the 3D sense, which I think is so important for us to just touch on for a second, because I've noticed in the self-help industry, the spirituality realm, that it's almost like a lot of teachers are unknowingly selling people the same lie that like religion used to sell people like, oh, if you yeah. are free of all sin and if you do your best in this life and you repent and blah, 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 you're going to go to heaven. But now the new message from spirituality is you can create heaven on earth if you keep your mind clear enough, if you keep your body clean enough, if you get your vibe high enough, then nothing bad will ever happen to you. You'll live heaven on earth. Everything will be perfect. The end. And people just 
fall into this misconception of like the perfect trap. Like, oh, if my vibration is clean enough, then I'm not going to be susceptible to, you know, like life <laughs> that we signed up for and agreed to, which is um, interesting. So I'm glad that you made that little caveat that's very important. Yeah. yeah, I, I call that the Instagram version of life, right. you know, that, that Instagram version of everything's perfect. I'm crushing mm -hmm. it. I'm on my private jet and I've got the hottest body and I'm with the hottest partner and I'm reversing aging and money's flowing in and, you know, that all that stuff looks great. I don't think there's anything wrong with any of those things necessarily, but that, that 3D version of life where everything's perfect all the time and you're operating in perfect health perfect financial status, perfect everything. And I have yet to meet anyone who's really there. And, and yeah. the interesting thing for me is when I first got into this, I got out, I left the corporate world behind when I, right after I started the podcast with no plan and just trusted the universe. And for almost five years later, that has worked out very well. But in that journey, I started meeting a lot of guru type people oh, if you're going to do, you know, you need to meet this person and that person and they're doing this. And, they, and I experimented with all that stuff. I got into the best physical shape of my life. Uh, we were just talking about the transformation of my beard to gray. <laughs> you know, I was coloring my beard. And again, nothing wrong with any of these things. But I, I wanted to project that look of someone who was just crushing it in every way, you know. And I came to realize that all of that stuff is still just another shell of ego that any experience and every experience while we're on earth has value for our expansion. Yeah. All of it. And source is not judging any of it. There's no source being saying, oh, you've got to be, uh, you know, eat this diet and you've got to be lean and you've got to respect your temple. I commune with source. I know that I do when I channel and source is not judging the person that is living on fast food. Yeah. You know, they may be creating their own experience in that for sure. We all know what that could look like, but as far as your health goes, but source is not judging that. It's like he so we're knows here to... I had McDonald's yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it does feed the soul, right? <laughs> it really does. There's but different types of nourishment, like we for... like to say, different levels of nourishment out there. <laughs> I've been working out for seven days straight. <gasps> Lindsay, health. I am so shocked, shooketh, and proud of you. Anyone all simultaneously. who's listening to more than two episodes <laughs> of this podcast will be like, what did she just say? Yes. Yes, I have. And I'm going to do it again today. So I'm going to eat a damn Whopper if I want to. You guys, this is a miracle. <laughs> this is legit straight up a miracle for Lindsay because so many times I've heard her say the words, I hate working out. I don't like yeah. moving my body, blah, 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 blah. And that was her story. But now she has a new story this week. So you yes. know what? Yeah. It's <laughs> great. Here it's for the it. longest streak I've had probably in years. And you know what? Why not? And and I want to really talk about for a second what you said about cherishing in, in so many words, cherishing all the moments. Like we say this all the time on the podcast. We human beings did not come here to only feel good. Our souls did not incarnate here to only feel good. We came here to feel it all. And so I think it's very profound and important that you that you talk about that. And and can you give us a little uh a glimpse from your perspective on how you are able to like, what does it look like for you to navigate and to cherish those low moments and to really appreciate them for what they are versus getting lost in the sadness or the depression or the anxiety? I think remembering that we are all beings of source and source is not judging 
anything and that all of our suffering, all of our suffering is rooted in the judgment of what we're experiencing. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's so good. Right. That this should not be. Anytime you're suffering, you can always think, gosh, whatever it is, it's that this should not be, but it is what you're experiencing. And we're not here eternally. This is always temporary. Our bank accounts are temporary. Our bodies are temporary. Our relationships are temporary, no matter what. Mm -hmm. We like to think of eternity. I'm going to be together with this twin flame forever, but we don't know that. And while I do think that we have, you know, people that we vibe with and they sort of vibe in and out of experiences and things like that with us, we're, we're independent strands of, of consciousness that are of source. So yes, we're all a collective, but obviously the value is in the independent journey as a being. And here we are in physical on this independent journey. And I look back throughout my lifetime, I'm 54 now, and I have had plenty of quote unquote, suffering experiences. But the thing that carried me through them was returning to that trust and returning to source. Like I said, I never learned to ignore it, which ended up being a great gift. Most of us learn to ignore it, but you can unlearn that. You can detune any belief system that you've created for yourself and you create all of it. You can detune and shift your belief system with time into something where you're able to meet your obstacles and appreciation, if not joy, and really zoom out to that, that, that super high perspective of source that's really zooming in and seeing things from that eternal perspective that this, this pet that I love so much that I know is only going to be with me for 15 years. We've had that experience, most of us, and their, their life is going to have a beginning, a middle and an end. Well, at the end, certainly there may be sadness. There may be a sense of loss of that companionship and that that being and that personality that you were used to, or that uh, you know the the whatever you call a personality for an animal, <laughs> and that but that can be actually met in appreciation of the experience that was had for that period of time, and you could actually experience it with no sense of loss or sadness if you choose to. Yeah. Whatever your experience is is your experience, and it's fine. But when we start realizing that suffering is all a choice and a matter of judgment and that judgment of, I shouldn't be experiencing this. But if you have a pet and you know that they're, they're going to have a lifespan that's going to have a begin, beginning, middle, and an end, and maybe it gets cut short, and we've had that happen too, then the only thing that's really causing the suffering is the judgment mm-hmm. of this should not be. And if you mm-hmm. take that out of it, then you can just appreciate the time that you did have or the experience that you had, whether it was a job or a fortune or, you know, the, the, the being completely dialed into being in the best shape of your life, whatever it was, it was an experience. Yeah. And it's that saying of don't, what is it? Don't be sad that it's gone. Be happy that it happened. You know, it's that redirecting the focus to like, look at this amazing experience that you got to have that you wouldn't even know about, you know, if it hadn't happened. So I also really quickly want to just jump back a little bit to when you said uh, you can what, rewire your mind, essentially. I forget the word you used. What'd you use? Desensitize. De- oh, re- I, I, I refer to everything as an operating. It sounds a little clinical yeah. or a little techy, yeah. but we run on an operating system just yes. like a computer does. Yes. And we all default to some operating system. It's our belief system. And you can you created it from... Yep from conception and certainly from birth, you, it was your own unique creation. That's why we're not an exact reflection of our parents. We're unique beings born into an environment that we're absorbing from all sorts of different things. Mm -hmm. 
And the, the stream has even said that the reason that we find infants so appealing is that is attraction. Once again, that's that infant drawing in multiple beings to learn from, to learn how I'm going to navigate this human journey, because I don't want everything to be a, a singular experience. That's a replication of what my parents tried to deliver. That yeah. never works. That yeah. never works because we're independent beings. So your belief system is your own creation. And the lovely thing is, is that we do have the power to shift our belief system. It takes a little work and a little time, but we have the power to change the belief system. When you change your belief system, your life changes. Yeah. And just fun fact, scientifically, babies only have the fear of loud noises and the fear of falling and the fight or flight response. That's all so everything else is learned and you're absolutely right. Everything that has been learned can be unlearned. And really you listener, you on the podcast, you've been doing it your whole life anyway. <laughs> like we always do this. We always unconsciously or subconsciously discard certain things and obtain other things. We're always, uh, or rather our subconscious is always picking and choosing what it's going to accept and what it isn't. So you're already doing it. I think it's very important to notice that this is something you already know how to do. And, you know, you're just, you're just honing the skill, I guess, so to speak. And you're becoming more aware and observing that this is an option for you to, well, maybe I don't want to believe that anymore. What else could I believe instead, you know, and begin that process. Good it's point. Very, cool. very good point. And you, you brought up something good too, about the fear mechanism. The stream has said the fear mechanism exists just to be a reaction to keep you out of harm's way. Like you were yeah. saying, fight or flight, but it's been exploited. Yeah. What we refer to as the matrix has learned to exploit our fear mechanism. And now it's woven into almost every aspect of life. Currency has a, a, has a fear mechanism. You're not going to have enough. It's going to run out. Someone's going to take it from you. Your health, your relationships, those are the big three for us. And if you and don't all believe have so much fear. turn on the news at any point, <laughs> if you don't believe that they've used fear as a tool. Turn on the news and you'll believe it in two seconds. Oh, I mean, absolutely. It's, it's our advertisement, you know, yeah. if you don't have this, you're going to suffer in some way if you don't <laughs> yeah. buy our thing. Yeah. Yikes. Sorry, Sorry, I was just muted because the AC is kind of loud in here. But um, I'm laughing in my head as we have this conversation because I was literally just writing about this in a book that I'm working on how one of the deadliest, this is a dramatic word, but one of the deadliest or like worst stuck points or one of the ultimate lies that we get stuck in that keeps us stuck is the it shouldn't be this way, right? Yeah. And every time you fight reality, you're just not going to win. You're not going to win at fighting reality. It's very exhausting. It's very tiring. And it just drains your own energy. So I love that you're in agreement with me on it that like, you know, judgment hasn't really proven to be so beneficial. Discernment has benefit. Judgment, not so much, right? It just causes us to suffer. So um, I think that's a really important distinction and thing to point out to people is like, it's not always the experience. It's usually the judgment of the experience okay, that is I just, causing right. the suffer. I just heard listeners say this as you were saying that. And I think it's important. Okay, but what about manifesting? Because isn't that like fighting reality? So I know what I would say. What would you guys say about the difference between wishing your reality was different and fighting what is versus manifesting? Go. I'm excited. <laughs> I'll let David go first. go first. I'll let David go first. Go, David. I would say we are creating, we are absolutely creating reality with our conscious mind all the time. We're creating every next moment. Everything is a manifestation. Everything is. 
So when you start thinking of everything in terms of manifestation, you realize that your belief system is, is your operating system, which is, is controlling what you're creating. That's why you're creating similar things in your life day after day after day. So you have this sort of linear experience. So everything is a manifestation and it's how intentional are your manifestations. And I've understood law of attraction my whole life. I, I used to think it was something that I invented. I think I shared that probably when I was on here before. I think that's just kind of silly. <laughs> I like to share that. But when I was a teenager, I thought it was my own creation at some point because no one else seemed to get it. Guys, that is an entrepreneur mindset. <laughs> yeah. When I was 14, I explained to my older brother, Doug, that, hey, we're creating all of this. We can, you know, I didn't know what it was called. I didn't know yeah. the words law of attraction, but I understood it. And then I moved into my teen years consciously creating my reality to be more to my liking. And we are always doing that. The issue is, is that we're operating in this polarized environment where our emotions are impacted by polarity. So we're moving through this sort of up and down vibrational flow. We're all very aware of that. And really astrology and things like that are all rooted in that. You know, the whole universe operates in polarity and polarity expands the universe because of the high low that we experience and the new creation that it inspires. So we go down into low vibration, we, we manifest some obstacles in our lives. And sometimes we get stuck on those obstacles because we get stuck in the, this should not be. But other times we think, gosh, I want out of this. I'm going to figure out a way to move out of this obstacle in my life. You, polarity is going to pull you back up into high vibration at some point. And when you're in that higher vibrational state, you're allowing of source, which is really the source of all creation. And in that space, you're solving, you're creating, you're evolving. So going down into low vibration, creating problems, and then solving those problems is creation. That is expansion. Okay, I have a quick update for you guys. There are a few spots left for the October 12th through 17th Radical Self-Love Retreat, which is coming up so quick. I'm super excited. So if you want to participate in a week full of activations, upgrades, luxury, and play in Mexico, join us. We're going to visit a private beach, ride ATVs, have Reiki performed on us, pull all the cards, do a bunch of healing work, eat yummy, yummy food, hang by the pool, and so much more. Don't forget, you save $500 when you come with a friend. And I have to say that this might be one of the last ones because I'm thinking of shifting focus to couples retreats next. So if you don't want to miss out on this retreat, now's your time. Visit kelseyaida.com slash retreat to apply today. And just, I always say, think about everything that we have that is human created, not just the, the natural creation, quote unquote, but the human creation things are all a response to a perceived need or deficiency, all of it. So we have this you know, desire to, to jump on and be able to communicate via video and broadcast it to the world. Well, that didn't exist just a few years ago. And here we are using that technology. Well, what created that, that perceived ability to do something new and expand into something new and the belief that it could be done. And then thus the universe steps in and allows it to be. So that, that manifestation piece is automatic. It's just, are you stuck in manifesting the same things over and over and over again? Are you allowing yourselves to trust more and manifest new things and new experiences and move through these new temporary things 
for the experience of them. Yeah, that's it. That's important. I know Kelsey, you're chomping at the bit here, but wanting something and wanting to obtain it for the experience of obtaining it feels different, hits different than saying, I want this because it will get me this. I want this because that is what I'm obtaining by having this rather than just going in and being like, what would it be like? Yeah. Or you think it's going to bring you some level of joy that's going to make up for a lack of source connection or belief or love for yourself and all that stuff. That only that one thing can do. Yeah. We've all, I I spent my thirties manifesting materially because I wasn't quite there and I was ignoring that part of the stream during my life, which turned out again to be beneficial, not into my forties when I had all the material stuff and realized, okay, there's still a whole lot missing here. Yeah. Oof. I missed you, David. Go ahead, Kelsey. <laughs> well, repeat to me again the question. We're talking about because I was like so into what David was saying. I, was I know, like lost in lost in the vibes. So remind me again the, the question. It was the difference between fighting reality and manifesting. Yes, because the the piece that we were talking about is is fighting what is or yeah, fighting reality, and then how it, you know what is the difference the the contrast between that and and actually creating for the future. Yeah. Well, I think sometimes the manifestation process can start with the not preferring the reality. So I always say that the contrast, the unwanted is step zero in the manifestation process, right? That's what gives you the clarity. That's what gives you the new idea. That's what gives you the desire for the opposite or something more or something better. So it's not wrong to have a moment of I don't like this for my life. This is not for me. I don't accept this. Like there can be a lot of empowerment in the moment where you decide that you are choosing another direction, right? But if you stay in that fighting energy, I haven't found it to be conducive to effortless manifestation. I found it to be conducive to more blockages, more challenges, and more resistance, right? When you're in a state of resistance, you're just like perpetuating that cycle. So for me personally, If I'm in a space of fighting my reality, that's not necessarily the time where I'm going to go pick up my journal and start scripting. That's going to be the moment where I'm going to like be with my experience and see if I can navigate my way into a less resistant space. Like, why am I making this wrong? Why can't it be like this right now? What if it was okay that I am where I am? And then as I, like, this is my personal practice, as I release the resistance to what is, then you can create from a space of play. Then you can create from a space of, like David said, just wanting to experience something new or different or better. It doesn't have to be because I hate this or I don't accept this or I don't want it anymore. Or it could be because of that too. I think yeah. there's value in it, but I think people can get stuck there. And then they're like, why aren't my manifestations coming? And I'm like, girl, you just got to keep moving through that. <laughs> yeah. You'll never know what you want if you don't know what you don't want. But I think that getting past step one is the work, is is the, is the getting past the acknowledgement and not getting stuck in the, oh, this shouldn't be like this. Why is this like this? It's taken forever. Does it even, is it even going to happen? Is it possible for me? Like that's all you're right. It just creates more and more resistance and more obstacles. So moving through that, accepting that I am here right now, this is what is, and (laughs) I want more. And so, you know, starting to go in that direction. Just wanted to distinguish that because I know there's going to be people listening that are like, but what? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's good clarity because again, because because of vibrational flow, we're not going to stay in that static space of alignment all the time. If yeah. we, and if the more we focus on the things that we want, 
the more we're going to focus on them through various states of vibrational flow. That's why you start out up here, you, you listen to some Abraham or some stream or some motivational thing. Yes, I can. I can do yeah. this. This thing is mine. I feel it. And you're so in alignment with it. And then a little time passes. And it, it's, it's a very good thing that the universe doesn't deliver everything instantaneously because Think of what the world would be if we were instant manifestors of every single thing that we thought about. It would be insane. There, there yeah. is a, a lag time there. And it's sort of like the universe is saying, are you really sure? Especially <laughs> with the big stuff. I have found that little things, I can manifest the little things so easily, so quickly, but sometimes the larger things take longer just because we make them so big. Yeah. But that's actually part of what I call the universal process of creation. The big stuff is meant to take a little longer. It allows you to flesh out uh, what I call a more perfect version of it. So if you're if you're creating something that's big, like a whole new business or a relationship, you're going to move through this vibrational flow journey in your creation of it, which is going to allow you to have that high vibration. Yes, I can. And then the next day you wake up, and that's the first thing that comes in your mind. You're going to start a new business. What? Yeah. How are you going to pay for that? <laughs> Who's going to pay your bills while it gets off the ground? What if Who's it doesn't do work? What about yeah. that? You're in a different vibe. You've woken up in a different state of vibrational flow, and now all of a sudden you're unraveling all of it. But the good thing is, is that that unraveling can allow you to sort of be observant of the flaws or deficiencies in something. If you think about how uh, you, everyone has probably read some things about how the company Apple was created, how it spun out and almost went out of business, you know, multiple times, and now they're just massive. Well, that's the process of creation. The the Yes, I can. High vibration. We're going to create something new and amazing and expand humanity in the process. And then the vibe is going to drop a little bit. Some things are going to unravel and we're going to see what is really gold in here and what really needs more work. And then we're going to come back and do it again and again and again and again. You know, if, if Apple had just from day one tried to create the iPhone without all of that history, it wouldn't have been the success that it has been. Yeah. The process of creation takes time and that's true for everything especially have, the big stuff. I have to say, you, I, I really hope people are watching this on Patreon right now because the hand motion that you created did something to my soul. So what you did, <laughs> when you said the process of creation, the big things, you went like this, right? Like towards it. Up and still, down, yes. Still going roller towards, coaster, yes. But we're going, it's like a hilly, hilly roller coaster. And so many people, even in the manifesting world, think that it starts here and if you believe and if you're so positive and if you feel it, it's just gonna shoot right up. It's just gonna go in the direction that you want and you'll be unstoppable. I just think it's so important to let it be okay. No, let it be normal <laughs> that it's going to move. Like you're gonna have high days where you can take on the world. You're gonna have days where you can't do nothing <laughs> or you feel yeah. like nothing's possible. And that is absolutely just as important as the high days. I think that 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 was was amazing it it really like i needed to hear that i needed to be reminded of that i guarantee there are listeners that needed to be reminded of that it's not they say success is in a straight line i'm also going to say manifesting <laughs> definitely not a straight line either no not at all it's it was never <laughs> that's not the process of creation never. It was never intended to be that the storms no. come through and create some destruction and then the earth bounces back better than ever think about it we're yeah. that way Think of how boring someone is. And I know a few people <clears throat> that have had very easy lives. 
just very, they were born into what you might call privilege. They've always had. Everybody has someone in their mind right now. Right. <laughs> money and doting parents and good looks. And they, their life has just been this smooth thing, at least from what you can see. Right. And there's not a whole lot of depth there. There's not a whole lot of what we would necessarily call character. Yes, I'm being a little judgmental of their experience, but it's their experience. There's nothing wrong with them having that experience. But for me, my preference now is my spun out, messy roller coaster ride of life. I am a good two thirds probably through with the experience mm -hmm. at this point. And now I look back and think, gosh, you know, that time in my 30s where I was so spun out in health and but money was flowing. And then there was this time where money stopped flowing, but the health was so dialed in. And there was this time that the relationships were falling apart. And there was another time that, the, you know, all of those things have enriched my being. And if I take away that judgment of this should not be, or that should not have been, I can appreciate all of it. It is all magnificent. The image that comes to mind when I went to the Grand Canyon with my kids over um, a few months ago, there were acres of beautiful reserve forest just burned, burned to ash. And I didn't know this, but they actually will intentionally burn parts of the forest down because what grows in its place is lush and green and healthy and new. Mm -hmm. I had no idea. I was like, wait, you actually burn beautiful forests to make it grow back? And it's true. It is true. And I think that that image popped in my head so vividly because we are the same. <laughs> we are nature. We're nature. We're the same. Absolutely. And we I'm are of saying, the earth environment just like everything else. Yeah. And I'm not saying your whole life has to burn down, but sometimes it does. Sometimes it does. And what comes in its wake is just beautiful. And if I look back on my experiences in my life, that has been true every single time when I thought, oh, I don't know if I can come back from this one. This is a big, this is a doozy. Every single time it's been so much better than I could have imagined. And I think that that image in my head is just, it's, it's there for a reason. It's there because like sometimes things need to fall away. Sometimes things need to feel hard in order for you to bounce back even better, as you said. And this time aspect is very overlooked in the manifesting yeah. community, right? Everyone wants everything now. If I was such a good creator, why can't I just quantum leap into my favorite timeline? What the F is going on, right? Like people are so upset that things take time. But I love how you explained so eloquently that the time is helpful. Like, have you ever heard that compound interest is the seventh wonder of the world? Hello, time can help us get to where we want to go when we allow it to take place. But when wait, we're wait, wait, resisting- say that again. Let that drop again. Which part? <laughs> what's the what's the wonder of the world? Oh, there's just like this running joke in the investing community that compound interest is the seventh oh. wonder of the world <laughs> because you allow time to do the work for you. And I wish that we would have a better relationship in with time when it comes to manifesting in the law of attraction instead of just wanting it now, now, now. Because like David said, there's a purpose for the time. And one of my personal theories for why good things can take time to manifest is because you don't just want that experience so you can have that thing or that goal or that achievement. You are wanting to become the next best version of yourself. And the most gentle way to transform is over time, right? You don't just snap your fingers and you're a new person. That would be a very harsh way to change and develop and grow. So it's almost like we use our manifestations as carrot on a stick of like, oh, this is my desire. But really what you're saying is this is who I want to become. And to allow yourself time in that process is so healing and so expansive because then it can be on your side instead of 
falling into the judgment trap. Oh, why is it taking so long? It shouldn't take this long. I suck at manifesting. It's not coming fast enough, blah, blah, blah. You know? So I think this time piece is really overlooked and not normalized enough of like, time is good. It's good and okay for things to take time. And we make the bigger things take more time on purpose because sometimes we wouldn't be ready. If you want to meet the love of your life tomorrow, but all your past relationships have been epic fails, like it's potentially because maybe you don't have enough relationship skills. Maybe you haven't healed from something in your childhood. Maybe this, maybe that. Like, don't you want to be the best version of yourself for when you do meet your soulmate so that it can be sustainable? Don't you want to have the best relationship with money so that when you have a bunch of money, you don't put it all away and do something stupid with it. Like, don't you want to be ready? And readiness takes time. It takes time to prepare and to become who you want to become. So that's like one of my personal theories as to why good things can take time to manifest. And I think the time piece here is like so important to talk about. There's a lot more going on than just what you want. There's a lot more being manifested than just the thing, you know? So I think that's, yeah, that's good. And also ready to be pissed. Time doesn't exist anyway. (laughs) (laughs) oh geez david what do you think i I talk a lot about and and to touch on what kelsey was just saying a lot about default vibration we have a default vibration that our operating system creates and if you don't know what your default vibration is look at your current life (laughs) you know take the rose colored glasses off or the 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 brown uh, mucky glasses off however you look at your life and really look at, okay, what is my actual financial situation, my career situation, relationship, health, relationship with my family, all of that stuff. That is your default vibration. Your belief system is creating that reality. So to change your default vibration and begin manifesting the things that you want, so often I, I know that there's there's a lot of money to be made in selling that snake oil of, I'm going to teach you how to get rich quick. And again, I've met a lot of people that do that. And the thing about it is, is that the law of attraction can be instantaneous, but that's, I don't talk about law of attraction a lot on my podcast from my work anymore, because we talk about the universal process of creation Mm -hmm. and the law of attraction is part of that. It's a major part of that, but this polarity component is so integral to it because we we are, our vibration is going through this, this up and down journey all the time. We're not going to just instantaneously manifest any and everything that we want and have this perfect life. And one of the reasons that we don't manifest the things that we want is rooted in our belief system. And very often there are things in our belief system that we need to heal to be able to manifest. Uh, People want to think, gosh, I don't want to go back and think about childhood or my crappy parents or things that were painful to me. I just want a Porsche and a mansion and a yacht. And maybe a home in Hawaii. In the on the love ocean. of my that life. That just sounds good to me, right? <laughs> that sounds so good to me. I just want that. Tell me how to get the stuff. Forget about all of the junk in my past or the junk in my present or the way I feel about myself when I look in the mirror or at my bank account. Well, all of that stuff is intertwined. Yeah. That how you feel about you and the, the teachings and the things that you picked up in your childhood are all impacting your vibration. You can go to seminars and read books and do all of these things and get yourself pumped up in the moment and believe in the moment that, yes, I can, I am, I am that thing, and I know that it's coming, I feel it. But then what are you doing the rest of the time? Are you going out into your life and in opening a bill and racing down your spiral thinking, I don't know how I'm going to pay this. Oh, this is too expensive. Oh, gosh, those people at the top of the financial pyramid, they're all evil. They're all mm-hmm. evil people. They're all, you know, all these crazy theories now about they're eating babies and stuff. And mm-hmm. that's the only way they can get there is if they're doing something evil. 
You know, that's that's <laughs> just all that inner talk, that inner dialogue that you have is creating your reality. So you 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 have a universe that is simply answering yes to mm -hmm. everything that you're vibing all the time. You don't feel good about yourself. Yes, here's a reflection. Of, here's someone else that's going to remind you of how you feel about yourself. Uh, you feel like you're broke and that the financial system is unfair. You're always going to be broke and it's always going to be unfair to you. Whatever it is, you feel like your health is not good. You're in and out of the doctor's office all the time. You're always sick with some ailment. You're talking about it on Facebook incessantly and you're, you're always the one that's ill. So we see that in other people. Sometimes it's hard to look in the mirror and see that in ourselves. But it, once you take that sobering assessment of my default vibration is my life. And yeah. if I want to change my life, I know that I have vibrational work to do more than just getting in the mindset of, of rich and vision boards. I love that stuff. The last vision board I made, I manifested every single thing on it. I was thinking of the day, maybe I should do another one. Nice. <laughs> so those things all work. I don't think anyone is lying. They're leaving out the more difficult pieces of the puzzle a lot though because it sells more books. It gets more people into your seminars. Uh, you know, people come to me and I'm like, Hey, you can do all this stuff, but it's going to take a little work. You need to appreciate the journey. Right. Really that appreciate message the is not as sexy as just right. put it on your vision board and it's going to happen. And I yeah. agree with you. Like those practices are so fun and yes, they work, but also there's just a little bit more to know and master and practice about alignment and working with your vibration and clearing your limiting beliefs and healing from the past and all that fun stuff, which is why now like my new phrase is that like manifestation and, and the process of creation is more of a process of becoming, right? You're becoming who has the person who has that life, who is experiencing that experience, who is vibing at that vibe more often than not. Nobody's perfect, but <laughs> I, well, and I we never reach a destination of perfection. I, I no. am certain that Beyonce has things that she wants to change in her life right now. If you're a fan of it, sushi is incredible, but gas station sushi, not so much. Finding the right sushi makes all the difference. And the same goes for finding the right doctor. With ZocDoc, you can find the right doctor for you in your network and in your neighborhood, one that makes you feel like you're in good hands, you're supported, and that you're heard, even if you're just telling them about your favorite sushi place. ZocDoc is a free app that shows you doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, and are available when you need them. On ZocDoc, you can find every specialist under the sun, whether you're trying to straighten those teeth, fix an achy back, get that mole checked out, or anything else, ZocDoc has you covered. ZocDoc's mobile app is as easy as ordering a ride to a restaurant or getting delivery to your house. Search, find, and book doctors with just a few taps. Find and review local doctors, read verified patient reviews from real people who made real appointments. Now, when you walk into that doctor's office, you're already set to meet someone in your network who gets you. Go to ZocDoc.com, find the doctor that's right for you, and book an appointment, in person or remotely, that works for your schedule. Every month, millions of people use ZocDoc, and I'm one of them. It's my go-to whenever I need to find and book a quality doctor. Go to ZocDoc.com slash V-I-B-I-N and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then start your search for a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash V-I-B-I-N. Hey, Lindsay here. Have you seen what's new inside my Align Your Mind membership? Members already get instant access to my best hypnotherapy audios, mindset hacks, manifesting methods, and more on demand right at their fingertips. But now when you join AYM, you'll also get a major VIP level upgrade with my brand new goal-focused hypnotherapy toolkits. 
These toolkits inside AYM are carefully curated hypnotherapy bundles designed with your specific goals in mind. Whether you desire to call in more money consistently, get out of the mindset rut that you're in, renew your passion and confidence, manifest with more ease and power, cultivate more self-love and inner knowing, or finally release the burdens from your past and heal, once your subconscious mind is on board with your goal, it's a done deal, and that's what my toolkits are designed to do for you. So if you're ready to rewire your mind, release what's holding you back, and manifest your desires with ease, the AYM membership is where it's at. Just hit the link in the episode description and start embodying your highest potential. There are things that she wants to change in her. I, you know, I don't know her, <laughs> but, but I know sure. <laughs> that you know somebody that's out there is someone that's so talented and beautiful and beloved by so many and wealthy and all of that good stuff. There are things that, that bother her right now because yeah. we're not in a perfect world. We're operating in polarity. There are some things that she wants to do to continue to grow as a being. Absolutely. Yeah. We're all on that. That's so a for great someone example. else who's not Beyonce to think, gosh, I just want to cross a threshold of perfection. I want to crush life have everything. And I'm not going to be happy at all until I get there. That's just, that marker is just going to keep moving out until well, you learn to be happy in the process. Well, and here's the thing. It's like saying, I won't, I'm, I'm just going to use this example because I've heard it so many times, which is I, I can't be happy until I'm, you know, until I look a certain way on the outside. You know, what they don't tell you is it doesn't really matter what you do on the outside. If you still feel like crap inside and, and I hate to break it to you, but you get every goal you have right now you're going to have a new goal tomorrow. Like you're just, we're always in the process of getting new goals and new goals because that's who we are as humans. We're ambitious little effers. Uh <laughs> yeah, we're expansive beings and we're, we're here you know, as expressions of source expanding in yeah. this experience. So we're expansive beings by nature. I think the matrix has sort of taken uh, materialism and things like that and said, hey, this is expansion. You need yeah. to work harder. You need to make more money. You need to have more stuff. I think all that stuff is great. But don't, don't buy that disguise that that's real expansion. The expansion is the expansion of your, your human journey mm -hmm. of learning to appreciate every flaw and every aspect and seeing the beauty and everything. Mm -hmm. That's pure joy. I was sitting outside yesterday. I live in Palm Springs where it's been, you know, hundred degrees plus 110 plus for months. And it finally rained. And I was sitting out on my back porch with the dog yesterday, having a little glass of wine. And it was just the most perfect moment just the most perfect moment. It started to rain a little bit. There were no bugs out for some reason. And it was like the perfect temperature out. I just remember sitting there and just savoring that moment thinking there is nothing on earth better than this right now. Yep. This spot that I'm sitting in right now, just being in pure bliss and pure joy for no other reason than I'm just sitting here and all these conditions, I'm appreciating them so much. And it's indescribable when you can find joy in those little things. Would I love to have a, a what's my new, newest thing that I want to manifest? A Singer Porsche 911 from the 80s. Nice. They're like half a million bucks and they're gorgeous and there's a long waiting list for them. Um, I, I would love to have that. But would that bring me any higher level of joy than that moment? I don't think it would. I can have both, but yeah, <laughs> you know, I, I really not. think that, 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 that manifesting that moment of perfection, if we're so, so intent on, uh, you know, are so focused on manifesting materially and we're missing all of that other stuff, that material thing, first of all, is going to be harder to get. Secondly, when you get there, you're going to realize, oh, there's a whole other level that I want to get to now. Yeah. Yeah.
I have a question that I've been sitting on for a minute, and I'm really interested to hear how you break this down. So I've heard you say reasons why you may not be manifesting the thing you want. I've also heard, uh, we talked a little bit about why big manifestations take a little bit more time. How does one know, normal human, how do they know if they're just not manifesting the thing or if they're just needing to be a little more patient? Do you understand? Am I making sense? That's a good yeah. question. Kelsey, do you want to go first? <laughs> okay, so the question was, how do people know the difference between if it's taking time versus it's just not happening? Yes. Mm. If there's too much resistance or if they just need to be a little more patient. Is okay, it just, here's, it just my personal, the- here's my personal idea about this, my viewpoint as I see it right now today. I think that it's always trying to happen So I feel like it's always in the process of happening, but it's just a matter of how fast, like, is it going to happen more fast or less fast based on how much resistance you are carrying and or holding on to? So I don't think there is necessarily a reality where it's like not ever happening. I feel like it's trying to be created through you and for you, but you either aren't seeing it or you're just not lining up with it yet. I think that's important. That's kind of the way that I think it feels true to me. Um, But yeah, that's a good, that's a good question. I think the judgment piece, again, coming back to this conversation of judgment is where people can uh, trick themselves into thinking that it's not happening when it is happening. But then the irony is then it's going to happen even slower than it already because, was happening because yeah. you're judging it as like, oh, it's not happening. So that must mean, and then you assign meaning to the experience that it's not meant for me, or that's not my trajectory, or it's not coming to fruition at all. And I think that's a detrimental meaning that we assign to moments where we are feeling impatient. Indeed, my yeah. lady. <laughs> Same oh. for you, David. I like that. The um, the stream always says that that abundance is always flowing, always flowing. And again, look at the Earth environment. The Earth environment is always expanding, always evolving into a better version of itself. Even if we come along and do some damage to it, it's going to bounce back. Always, always, always. We will go extinct way before planet Earth will. Right. So abundance that is actually is flowing, a really actually. comforting thought. It's really comforting to hear you say that. <laughs> well, I believe that we're eternal beings. So if our physical yeah. vehicles go extinct, you know, that's, just, that's I'm kind not of trying okay. to get we on a spaceship something else. and go to any other planets. I have dreams about that all the time. I'm not trying to go to another planet. I would rather go extinct before Earth does. <laughs> not, that sounds ideal. <laughs> oh, goodness. You create your own reality. So there you go. There you go. The, the abundance is a natural state of being. It's flowing all the time. I absolutely believe that. I believe that our ego, our human consciousness serves to separate us from that source perspective so that we have this this human journey that is imperfect. And again, we adopt this belief system in what I call the matrix where we are blocking every everything that's not abundance, we are we are creating always, 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 always. And very often it's just, you know, little fearful thoughts that we pick up in our environment where we take that fear and we give it life by focusing on it. And then we manifest something of that nature in our life experience. And we might continue to do that over and over and over again until we finally realize that, gosh, if I go back and heal the root of this thing, 
I'm not going to manifest that, that unwanted condition anymore. And I'm going to open up space for more abundance to flow in. And it absolutely works that way. I do think that all manifestations can be instantaneous. This vibrational flow and our ego's reaction to it is the thing that slows things down so that we can learn from the universal process of creation so that we can have that creating experience and the things that we think are big are going to take us longer because the things that we think were big or that we really need, we're thinking about them a lot. The things, think about the things that you manifest with ease. Yeah. We all have something. We all have some areas of our lives where other people struggle to manifest and we just manifest with such ease. Uh, for me as an adult, it's been romantic relationships. I've only been out of a romantic relationship not longer than six months in my six months in my adult life. And I've had three. Mm -hmm. So I know a lot of people, I want to find the one, I want to find love. I want to have a partner. That's never been a problem for me. Uh, living in a beautiful home and driving nice cars and having nice material things always been easy for me. Don't even have to think about it. Even if business slows down, it's going to come in some other way. The more I don't think about it and don't worry about it, the more magical it comes mm -hmm. in. Like, holy hell, I would have never dreamed that up in a million years. Thank goodness I let the universe just take care of it. But then the other areas where I do beat myself up, those things are this journey for me that, okay, sometimes I'll manifest, I'll get really into it, and then it'll all start to unravel and I'll find myself back to square one again. But there's value in that too. So it's really learning to appreciate all that is and understanding that we can manifest anything and everything instantaneously. Because like Kelsey said, it's always, it's always coming in. That yeah. positive vibe is source. There is no demonic or evil being out there trying to disrupt or ruin your life or the planet or humanity. We're doing it to ourselves. And yeah. when you accept that and you accept that sovereignty over your experience, then all of a sudden everything changes because instead of beating yourself up about the things that you manifested that were painful or lacking, you can start just claiming ownership of it and realizing that I don't have to do that anymore. I can simply let go and trust. Taya, the, the practice that we teach stands for trust your abundance. And the reason that we use the word trust is because I have found in writing my books, that's the most important word in our language is trust. Because and the, the universe is always for a lot of people. Abundance. Yeah. And if we learn to just let go and trust, life gets really abundant. Yeah. It gets really abundant. If we let go and just trust and enjoy the journey, the matrix is a thing that that scares us about credit scores and taxes and savings accounts and investments and you know, uh, you know, all of these things that we're told that we're supposed to have and worry about, it, life doesn't have to be like that. My life has proven I have broken the rules all along the way, all along the way. I didn't have an education. I, I dropped out of school in the 10th grade, started my own company at 19 and, and manifested a lot of money, lost a lot of money, manifested a fantastic career in corporate, hated that at the end, demanifested that, <laughs> moved into my own business. I've had peaks and valleys and all of that. And still every day I wake up in a beautiful home with a great dog and a loving partner and a great car in the garage and food to eat and all of these things, because my belief system is allowing of that. I'm trusting that the universe is just always going to supply that. And that's all I need to do. Yeah. I don't have to follow. Every time I try to follow someone's rule or get into some sort of a, a marketing you know, relationship with someone, it never works. What works is when I just lay back and trust and have fun and do the stuff that I want to do like this. Yeah. Beautiful. Oh, 
I love that. Great, great testimony to, you know, it's like a testimonial to the universe, like five stars. Mm -hmm. When I trust, it works really good. <laughs> 10 out of 10 would recommend. Trust, return to trust. <laughs> oh, that is great. Well, it's been just an hour, so I think we should wrap it up. We'll head over to the Patreon if David has a moment. Um, And yeah, so I guess let's close this out with, are there any final thoughts or maybe if the stream wants to interject just an overarching theme of like is there anything else that we feel like people are misunderstanding about the law of attraction and or the process of creation because I think that's kind of been the topic of conversation so is there anything else that maybe we didn't cover or any overarching theme we want to wrap it up with I, I think for me uh, I didn't mean to just jump right in but for yeah. me it's it's the returning to trust piece means you're no longer war wondering about, you know, the, the fairness of the universe and all of this idea of being blessed and being cursed and, and all of that stuff. A lot of times we get really caught up in that. I deserve this. We don't necessarily, we don't deserve anything that we're not aligned with because we're not aligned with it. So understanding that we're, we're all taught that, that the universe, our source, our God, very often in the matrix, we're taught that it's this sort of judgmental entity. And I don't experience it that way at all when I channel. When I channel, it's pure love and it's pure appreciation of all that is. But there's no judgment in the right or wrong of the experience. Source is looking at someone's bankruptcy or business going belly up or destruction of their business or uh, you know anything that we consider negative, anything. Their source is not looking at that as this is wrong and you should not be experiencing that, you poor human. Source is looking at it as you're here on your unique human journey, experiencing all that the earth environment has to offer. Mm -hmm. the, we know from nature that the earth environment is not about fairness. It's not because there's no judgment. There's no judgment. There's nothing is judged as wrong or bad or evil or should not be in the energetic realm. That's a human thing. So mm -hmm. if we understand in manifesting, I'm going to bring this back around to manifesting, that there, while nothing but abundance is being delivered to us energetically, and we, and we are the ones that are cutting it off, that cutting it off is a natural process, but we can get better at detuning that part of it. And when we detune that part of it, we heal, we, our vibration goes up, we learn to love all that is. And when you get into that, that more spiritual space of loving yourself and loving all that is and appreciating every aspect of your life, all of that baggage that drags your vibration down is gone. And then you are more abundant naturally. You stop needing the stuff to be happy. And then the stuff just comes right in. Mm-hmm. Yes, true abundance is a topic we've been, yes, snaps for that. <laughs> true abundance is a topic we've really been exploring on the show and in my own life too, because I used to think abundance is money, right? That's the only synonym for abundance. That's the only way it can flow in. And now looking at my experience, I just look around and I'm like, damn, I have all these people who love me and care about me. Look at all this food in my fridge. Look at all these trees in my backyard. Like I feel like abundance is literally everywhere. Like I have an abundance of time, an abundance of freedom, an abundance of gray hairs, like literally everything. <laughs> and it makes me feel really like full and taken care of and, you know, need free in a sense as, as much as a human can feel that like everything is really taken care of. I feel very supported in a way of surplus. Mm -hmm. And um, my wish is for everyone to experience that 
like to the fullest because it feels really, really, really nice. So yeah. And I just want to say there's no wrong turns, only detours. Love it. Yeah. Yay. That's it. That's really all I want to say because that is, yeah. If you knew that it, everything you wanted was just going to come and you can't choose wrong, you can't choose wrong. It's just a detour. It's like a reroute. It's always trying to come to you. I love that you said that, Kels, because people need to hear it. It's always trying to come to you. Just don't put any barricades up. I feel like- Or do things, your best not to. The things and experiences that you want, they want you to. Yes. And I think when you can start to get that, you're like, oh, it's not just about me and what I want. Like, for example, the book that I'm writing and have been writing I'm not the only one who wants this book to exist. Everyone who is like wanting the answers to these questions and loves diving into this type of information is like, this book, I would love to read it. I want to explore these perspectives. So I'm not the only one creating it in the same yeah. way that, you know, anything, any content that any of us create, it's not just for our own like, oh, this is so fun for me. It is that, but also the people on the other side are creating it simultaneously with us because- they want to know things. They want to explore topics. They, they want to better their lives. They need it. So just think of from now on everything that you want also wanting you. And it, it really helps you to shift into a, a mindset of like, oh, cool. It's so we're both magnetizing each other. It's yeah. not just a one way I have to do it all. No, it's not. Love it. So yeah, on that note, I'd say let's head over to the Patreon David, where can people find you real quick? Just point them to your website, your Patreon, all the goodies. For the stream of David everywhere. Website, uh, Patreon, search the stream of David. Uh, Google the stream of David. It's all the stream of David. <laughs> and Perfect. we have the links you provided. We'll put in the description as well. David, it has been wonderful having you back. It's just, we just, we just love the time with you so much. So thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Always a pleasure. Thanks so much for tuning into the show and being a part of our High Vibe Knit community. Make sure if you're loving this episode or any episode to subscribe. Every week we're coming out with new content for you guys. And you can also join our email list. So lindsayrobinson.com, kelseyaida.com. We send email reminders every week about the episodes if you want to be also in the loop that way. And be sure to connect with us on social at lindsayrobinson and at kelseyaida. And of course, if you guys want to join the Patreon to get bonus content, extended episodes on video and exclusive hangouts and things that we only give to our VIPs, you can join at patreon.com slash high vibe. You can start for as little as three bucks a month. So super easy, super quick and super fun to be there. Also leave us a review. If you guys love this episode or any of our episodes, go tell us about it in the reviews and share with a friend that needs it. We love you guys. We'll see you next week and have a great one. 